episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that doesn't mean you can't watch basketball from your couch in style. We are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring our listeners up to 75% off on selected items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podgo.co forward slash NBA for up to 75% off selected items from the NBA store. The NBA where amazing happens. Hello and welcome to our very first tangent podcast of 2021. I'm Gemma. And I'm Emily. So firstly, Happy New Year. And we really hope that 2021 is the year that all your dreams come true. And I feel really sarcastic saying that with how it's going so far. So as it's January, it's dark and drizzly. The world seems to be ending. We thought we'd escape to a galaxy far, far away. And so in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the women of Star Wars. Before we get started, I need to ask, did you have a nice Christmas? It was strange, really strange and slightly surreal. But yeah. It was okay. How about you? Yeah, it was good. I mean, it's strange, but it was good. Yeah, really weird to be at home. Like, it was our very first Christmas at home. Like, instead of, like, travelling to and from, like, my family, Jodie's family. Yeah, same, really. Well, not our first, but, yeah, it was weird not travelling and not seeing people not all being together. Yeah. We actually took advantage of this isn't a plug this is just a thing but we took advantage of the uh the disney plus group watch feature so Mm. me and my sisters we watched godmothered which i really recommend i didn't think i'd enjoy it because it's not really my kind of film um but we watched that on group watch and it was really nice to sit down and watch a movie together even though we were miles apart yeah because I haven't, well, I haven't got anyone to use the group watch with apart from you. But we haven't, like, <laughs> figured out, like, how to do that yet. Because neither of us have time at the same time. I feel like we should try and watch WandaVision over group watch. That would be cool. Just, I feel like we're going to be sat there like, huh? At some point. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, yeah. Uh. So did Santa bring you anything nice for Christmas? Well, I mean, I've got this really cool teapot. It's good. <laughs> and I got all my new pop pop vinyl figures, which are now in my bookcase. They should be. Cool. They're very cool. The rogue one I got very overexcited about. I thought you might. Tony was like, why are you getting so excited? I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> there are definitely because I unwrapped yours and Emily got me a book on women in World War Two, and even without the tag I'd have known exactly who it was from <laughs> there was no doubt I was just impressed that you put it down and your other half also read it I know I mean that's on me for leaving it on the table but yeah it's a good book though I really enjoyed it and so did she which is unusual she's not really a big history buff anyway just thought we'd kick off with did we have a good Christmas as our last tangent was Christmas that's true just you know full circle very much anyway as Amy Ratcliffe writes in her amazing book Star Wars Women of the Galaxy there are quote heroes and villains Sith and Jedi senators and scoundrels mothers mercenaries artists and pilots and we are going to talk about them all so as we are looking at Movies, shows, comics and books, if you're not up to date, be warned, there will likely be spoilers. But mostly it will just be asking, 
geeking out about one of our favourite franchises. Well, that was a lot of Effies. Effies? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the first one. The silly tit. <laughs> okay, so let's start with the original movies. And probably by far your favourite? Yeah, I do Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. But not just my favourite Star Wars character, like my fa- one of my favourite fictional characters, full She's stop. Pretty cool, though. She really is. And um, so actually, you got me into the Star Wars books, as in the novels. Yeah, I didn't think I'd like them, but they're actually really good. Yes, yeah, same. And they really add more depth to characters that we know and love. Claudia Gray's two of her books, um, Leia the Princess of Alderaan, so it's about Leia when she's a teenager and she's like a junior in the Senate and she's growing up and that's when she first starts to realise people are fighting back against the Empire. And then Bloodline, which is way after the events of the original trilogy, and she's a senator and a, like, one of the few that can see the growing threat of the First Order. And they're both absolutely brilliant as books. Like They're, they're really cool and they add so much more to her character. So there's a bit in Bloodlines, which is a bit of a spoiler, where Leia is outed as Darth Vader's daughter and her response is to dress all in black with a cape. And I just, I love that as a response because that would be you. That would be me. <laughs> I remember reading and I was like, that'd be Emily. I don't see what the issue with doing that is. But it's good because like, even from a young age, you can see she just wants to do the right thing. She doesn't, yeah. it reinforces for me that she is definitely Anakin's child. Like everyone says, oh, she's like Padme because she goes into the Senate. <laughs> she's more gung-ho and likely to be led by her emotions which is a lot more Anakin than Padme in my opinion anyway yeah I would say that's kind of how that is Padme tends to think a bit more yeah about what she's doing but then is that an age thing because let's not even get started on the weird age thing yeah I don't yeah let's not go there no but Luke as well he's more do the right thing whereas that Whereas Leia's a lot more, my emotions are telling me this, so I'm just going to do it. And to, to hell with the consequences, I'll deal with them later. Yeah, they can wait. <laughs> it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. Yeah, exactly. That seems to be her whole ethos. So obviously she's adopted in the Princess of Alderaan book. Uh, you sort of, it tells you that her parents are working against the Empire. And I really now want a see- series about Breha, just, just about her, because she's awesome. Yeah. And obviously, um, so Leia's kind of guided by some of the most powerful women in the galaxy because she's guided by Mon, Mon Mothma as well. And she appears, obviously, in Clone Wars. I think she pops up in Rogue One. It's been a while since I watched it. Same. It rings a bell, though, and I haven't watched Clone Wars yet. Yeah, she, she's like she's in the originals as well. She's like co-founder of the Rebel Alliance and mm. Chancellor of the New Republic. She's pretty cool. But when I was putting my notes down for this podcast, I suddenly realised that there's actually very few women... In, who get a full story arc in the original trilogy. Yeah. Aside from Leia, I can't think of anyone. No, not really. Because I was thinking the same thing when we were doing our notes. I sat there thinking, hang on. You, know, you sit there and you're like, I'm missing someone. I must be missing someone. <laughs> but I don't yeah. think I am. Yeah, I, re- I, I legitimately cannot think of anybody else. No. Which is kind of sad. I mean, they do hold up. And for the time, having one lead character be a woman is impressive. But, you know. Yeah. 
Definitely. I mean, luckily that has changed with the the newer media and is is growing. Yeah. Like there are there are lots more female characters now to get excited about, which yeah. is really cool. So I know my introduction to Star Wars, as I said before, was Return of the Jedi. It was like the originals, but you've said before yours was the prequels. Yeah, mine was the Phantom Menace. It was the very first one that I saw. And then I went good movie. back from there. I don't understand why people hate the prequels so much. I mean, they're not they're not terrible. I, like, like, I don't I don't understand the hate they get. There there are bits that I could do without, like the trade dispute and the weird aging bit. Yeah, but, that just freaks me out. Mm. I don't know. But for the most part, I quite like them. I really like Phantom Menace. And then I kind of watched the other two because they have the information that you need for the rest of them, like films. But I don't I don't like them as much as I like the old films, like the originals. I enjoyed Revenge of the Sith mm. much more once I'd watched The Clone Wars. Yeah. I think because maybe. it it kind of it's the bit you kind of see how Anakin goes from Anakin to Vader and all the little yeah, you kind of don't get that in the films. It's just kind of like... Very, yeah. Quick. But yeah, I, I did find I enjoyed that more once I'd watched Clone Wars. I also found it made me a lot angrier about Padme's death. Oh, I just hate that. Because she is such a kick-ass character in the Clone Wars and then she just dies of sadness and I get so angry. Just, just but then I guess that's the issue. When you start expanding the universe, especially when you start putting, especially when you your starting point is like now, and then you're working backwards, you you can't change. Like, no, yeah, you've kind of already set you, that. Yeah, like in Doctor Who, it's a fixed point in time. There's not much you can do about it now. Yeah, which is a problem. It is, but who? from the prequels which women stand out to you Anakin's mother always kind of stands out just because I feel like you don't get enough information and the way that she's kind of like created as a character so I'm probably going to butcher the name because I'm terrible with names but Shimi so I mean the fact is that she's magically wakes up pregnant so there's like no talk about who the dad is like it's just kind of like oh okay she woke up pregnant like within like the film I think there's mm. like talk later isn't there about how Anakin kind of came to be you know I was just suddenly realizing that I didn't actually have an answer to that mm. it's a bit Virgin Mary mm. well I suppose he is the chosen one so I mean that and no one really kind of blinks at that I just go kind of like oh, okay it's a bit weird I kind of feel like maybe that should have been made a bigger deal of and then you kind of know so she starts off as a slave and then she's then not a slave anymore and she becomes a moisture farmer a moisture farmer I mean the fact that that's a thing just gets me every time and then so this woman has managed to raise Anakin by herself 
which let's be honest was probably a test considering two Jedi struggled with it. And then she somehow stops being a slave and becomes a moisture farmer. And then she's kind of just uses an origin story, if that makes sense. So she's just then suddenly captured and tortured by these Tusken Raiders and killed. She's very much a plot point rather than a character. Yes. It kind of like we don't really care about her death, but we care about what her death did to Anakin. Yeah. Same way of yeah, like never really thought about well. it before. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we don't really think about them either, do we? Mm-mm. Same as Leia's adopted parents, the mm-hmm. Organas. You don't, I mean, he pops up in a few places and he's a lot more in the Clone Wars, so you, you kind of get more attached. But Alderon being destroyed, you don't really think much. And it almost seems in the film that Leia doesn't think about it very much either, because that happens and then they're off saving the galaxy and Luke is sad because. Obi-Wan is dead, who he's known for five minutes, and <laughs> randomly Leia's comforting him, even though her whole planet has just been destroyed. Yeah. So you, you don't really think too much about it, but then when you read the books and it fills in more about that life and you realise quite how much it affects her as a character. Yeah. I don't know. You kind of like, you start to like read around or you get like the extra bits that then were produced later. And you start to really look at the films, and you're like, oh, like, really? Like, you chose that instead of, like, rounding out this person or rounding yeah. out this situation? Like, I don't know. It's weird. You, you definitely have to kind of pull it all together rather than just picking one or the other, I think. Yeah, again, that's the that's the, the trouble. They, they created this universe, and they're adding and building on it. And I think that's going to create dissatisfaction in some areas. Yeah. But I think that's why, like, expanding how you consume the that is good, like the, the novels and the TV shows now that we're getting a lot of and, you know, things like that. It, it's yeah. nice to fill it in. But there's always going to be bits that you're just like, well, that doesn't make sense because you're changing the canon. Yeah. A bit like how we're dissatisfied with the third film of the new franchise. Yeah. Yeah, the new trilogy is not my favourite. But, I mean, every trilogy really has got its issues. Like, no, yeah. Everybody holds the originals up as being perfect, and sadly they're not. No. But also the, the Styles fandom is so hateful about things. It is really quite toxic. I try to avoid it as much as possible. Mm. But I mean, in the prequels, there are obviously more women to, or female characters, as I say, more women to enjoy. That just sounds. <laughs> <laughs> we know why you're watching them then. Yeah. But th- there are more female characters, I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah. We've got Padme, who's really quite cool. Death aside. She, she, death aside. But especially in the Clone Wars, like she's very single-minded about what she wants to do, and she's not going to take a back seat to Anakin. Yeah, which is, you know, nice to have a strong female character. Then obviously you've got her handmaidens, who aren't really used in the film. No, they're just kind of there. You don't really know. They just seems to be the best way to do it, apart from the one that switches with her. 
Yeah, is that the one played by Keira Knightley? It's been a while, I can't really remember. Yeah, I haven't watched them this year. I just, I don't, they're not my favourites, so I tend to avoid them for the most part. This year I want to try and do it in chronological order, including the books and comic books up to mm. where we are now. It's been nice knowing you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, we're in lockdown. Where am I going to go? True. Even if we weren't in lockdown, where am I going to go? I don't like people. True. It's very true. <laughs> Leave me alone with my Star Wars and tea. You've <laughs> got nothing else to do. Yeah. My life's a mess. Let me enjoy what I enjoy. <laughs> shame me for it. Oh, let me get my shame bell out for you. But even, I guess, in the pre... Again, it feels like there are two male leads and then one female lead. You've got Anakin and Obi-Wan, who you could argue are the main characters. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Padme. Yeah. So, again, it's still... The female characters are still outnumbered. Yeah. Or the important female characters are still outnumbered. And if you just had the films, Padme also just seems to serve as a, a plot device. You could almost say that, is what I'm saying. Yeah, very much. Because it all kind of centers around Anakin. Mm. Like she's kind of just important for his origin. Yeah. Or Darth Vader origin. Which sense. is why I like the. That's why I said that I enjoyed those films more after watching the Clone Wars animated series. I really yeah. do. I know it's a children's show, but I really do recommend it. I just like seeing, like, the memes and stuff. Like when they're like Anakin say say they say to Anakin, "Oh, would you be a teacher?" And he's like, "Oh, I'd probably kill them." Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> We, we were talking about this the other day, I sent you a meme and it's like uh, Ray is holding up the dagger from uh, Rise of Skywalker and she's like, oh, this is this dagger's done such terrible things. And then she's got Anakin's lightsaber and it's like, but this slaughtered the younglings, but nobody mentions that. What was it, younglings so, slaughter a 3,000? Like that. That's it. Something like that. Younglings slay a 900 or something, yeah. wasn't it? Like, and then you sit there and you're like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Why do we forget that he slaughtered all the younglings? I know. Why do you think weird, isn't after it? that? Like <laughs> he went into a school and in essence killed all of the pupils. But it's fine because in like yeah, two or three films time, we'll all forgive him and be really yeah. sad when he dies. Yeah. I mean that's probably a deeper issue that we should not examine too deeply. <laughs> No, let's let's just scare that one and move on. <laughs> so um the original trilogy is now that seems to be so it seems like originally like when I was younger, it was the prequels that got all the hate. Yes. You know, you were you weren't a real Star Wars fan if you liked only liked the prequels mm-hmm. or if they were your favourite. But now it's like this new trilogy and it gets so much hate and whilst I'm not the biggest fan of Rise of Skywalker I'm just happy that we're getting more Star Wars like yeah you I was introduced to Star Wars with the originals you were introduced in the prequels and now a whole new generation are going to be introduced through The Force Awakens yeah and that's so cool because there are so many cool kick-ass female characters 
in this new trilogy. Yeah. That it it feels like the galaxy isn't just for boys now. I think that's like a really big thing as well. Like what both of us like growing up, being interested in Star Wars comic books, you kind of were looked at as being weird. Yeah. For like in that kind of stuff, like, oh, it's a voice thing. Why would you be interested in that? So it's definitely opened it up for more people. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's a good thing. Like, it can never it can never be a bad thing. No, not but the thing inclusive. is with social media, it's become so toxic that it's no longer just about the characters. The actress Kelly Marie Tran, who plays Rose, and Daisy Ridley, who plays Ray, obviously got so much abuse that they both deleted their social media. Yeah. It's just and awful. I think that's just awful. It's literally got nothing to do with them at the end of the day. And I thought they were both both brilliant. Yeah, there were some things I didn't like about their characters, but that was not of the actresses. No. I didn't like the way Leia was portrayed in the new trilogy very much. It's no. nothing to do with... It doesn't stop me loving Carrie Fisher. No, it's got nothing to do with them. It's literally writing. So obviously the new trilogy, like we said, has a lot more female characters. Mm-hmm. Ray is arguably the main character. We still yeah. have the two male leads, technically. Yeah. We've got Finn and Poe. But in kind of a role reverse, Ray is the... the, the important. Yeah, and I like her. I do. I like the fact that she was literally a no one she should have a no one that was never found never discovered and it was kind of good after you kind of see how the skywalkers themselves were technically royalty Mm. and i still don't know how i feel about her becoming or being a palpatine i kind of feel like that was kind of a forced point it didn't really need to be done like Fair enough if you like have this like dyad thing, fine. Explain it a bit better than what you did rather than being like, oh, she's you know, Palpatine's granddaughter, and that makes it a die because you don't really yeah. explain that. I don't quite like it if she'd have been like a descendant of Obi-Wan Kenobi's. I mean, he was in that desert a long time. He could have mm-hmm. had a family. Exactly. I kind of yeah, I kind of feel like that would have been yeah. a cool kind of thing. There were definitely like parts for them, like to then be made up at that point. It's one of the moments that stands out for me in the new trilogy, or one of the, the main film moments, is that bit in Last Jedi where she's in the cave and they're like, if you look, you'll see who your family is. Or sh- she says, show me my family. And she's yeah. like in front of the mirror and she does that click. Yeah. But to me, that's one of the standout moments of the films. Yeah. Especially because she, she doesn't get an answer. She literally is nobody. Yeah. And it's just nice. Because when you think about Star Wars, it's basically just the Skywalkers messing up the entire galaxy for everybody else. And everyone else trying to clean it up. Yeah. Pretty much. That sums it up. I am quite glad they didn't have her be like Leia and Han's daughter or something weird like that and have another incest thing going on. Yeah. That'd be weird. But also people who are like, oh, uh, you know... Kylo Ren wasn't in love with her. I think he was a little bit. I mean, that was this is the whole like friendly kiss thing. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, I've never kissed a friend like that. No. Well, I know we're talking about the women of Star Wars, but I thought Adam Driver as Kylo Ren did really 
he was really good. Like I love, especially in Rise of Skywalker, where he's Ben Solo, and you see like the shrug and the that this you you see that he is Han's son. Like yeah. I thought he was brilliant at just just those little movements he did. Yeah, I got so excited when he just did the little. Eh. Yeah. So what about this whole controversy about Rose? Because people either really don't like her or really like her. She's a bit Marmite. I don't like... Oh, get attacked by a dog. I don't like the writing in the films for her. Because in the book, she's more rounded mm. as a character. And like the whole story with like her and Finn is more developed and better. Basically, the films don't do her any justice as a character i also got really angry that the third film basically ignores her existence yes and tries to set finn up with the ex-stormtrooper who could ride a horse on the top of a spaceship Mm -hmm. um just because the fans didn't or or certain fans didn't like rose so they they kind of it, it didn't help that they didn't defend her no and I feel like she was kind of shot in the foot all the way around. Yeah. So I don't understand why they had to, what this fascination was with giving Finn a girlfriend. No idea. Like, you know, they're literally trying to fight a rebellion. We don't need every character to be happily in love. No. Because even of... Poe kind of got a girlfriend in the in the third what? one. Where are they finding all these people? I was kind of enjoying the fact that, like, it wasn't based around some form of romance, and then it's just kind of like, now nah, we'll shove some in. And then we'll say, you know, like, Ben Kenobi and, uh, not Ben Kenobi, Brain, Jesus, Ben Solo and uh, and Ray. We'll just throw some romance in there, and then you don't like it, so we'll just say, no, 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 it's friendly. It's just friendly. I feel like the the newest trilogy tried to recreate the original trilogy in lots of ways. Yeah, it kind of to like kind of like book book end. That makes sense. Yeah, at least Ray didn't get a hand cut off in her second film, unlike Luke and Anakin. <laughs> True. I'm kind of surprised that uh, you know Ben didn't lose a hand. Yeah, I thought somebody would lose a hand. I mean, we got horrible scarring and almost death. True. So, you know. I was never, I think one of the things that makes me so mad is I didn't mind Leia having the force, but when she flew back into the spaceship Mm. in Mm. Last Jedi, I was just like, what is this nonsense? Yeah, I like to pretend that didn't happen. That's the thing. I don't hate the films and I can watch them. I wouldn't, if somebody said to me, pick a Star Wars film, they probably wouldn't be my first choice. No. But I don't hate all of it. No, it's just this, like certain bits that you, like make no sense. Like with the whole force thing, like up until that point, nothing had been mentioned in the other films really, apart from like a few feelings. But obviously if you read the books, then you get more of a rounding out of her actually having the forks and because otherwise it just kind of dropped on you and I don't think that helps like if it had been built up then maybe the being flown back into the spaceship might not have been that weird 
but I think this is quite a lot of the problem. There's so much that can be written about and put into the films that really important things are missed or people that could become really important characters aren't given enough of a backstory. And yeah, I no, I definitely agree with that. I know they had to change their plans for Leia because Carrie Fisher died. Mm. But they hadn't finished editing The Last Jedi when she died. No. So to me, I would have rather that's how she died, on the bridge of the ship, directing the resistance, rather than the travesty that was her story arc in the third film, cobbled together from bits. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I didn't want to recast her, and it wouldn't have made sense without her. No. But they, they could have ended her story better. Yeah. But then saying that, I don't think the Skywalker journey was ever going to end in a way that was satisfying because they're our childhood heroes yeah and like so yeah not everyone is happy with how it ended kind of you have to come to expect that with star wars just in general Mm. but then like obviously like the chatter about what's coming next and you think please don't be like oh well you weren't happy with how it ended so what we're actually going to do is then start to change stuff and bring something out that will change how the film is like, no, no, just stick with it. Just stick with it and just deal with the fact that that's what you put out. Exactly. People are never going to like, like, kind of like, you think like Supernatural ended, Arrows ended recently, and these are big TV shows. I'm not going to mention Game of Thrones because everybody agrees the ending was a disaster. Mm. I know I'm, nobody who likes it. Yeah, I refuse to watch it because I know I'll get to the end and then be really angry and I'll be angry anyway because they change it from the books. So I feel like keeping... yeah, no, that, that's fair enough. But you know, Supernatural, Arrow, things like that, um, and other shows have ended that I probably don't watch, and their finales are divisive. Some love it, some hate it, but universally, nobody is happy with how Star Wars ended. No, but all for different reasons, and I think mm. I think that's fair. But it, I don't think they were ever going to do an ending where everyone walked out of the cinema and went, "That feels right." Yeah. Like, I didn't hate it, but it left me with so many questions. And, and like, especially now reading the books. So, like, Holdo in, I keep have to fight the temptation to say Hodor, in, in Last Jedi. We don't really know who she is. She turns up, she seems to have a bit of a relationship with Leia. She flies her spaceship into the First Order. Mm-hmm. But then you read the book and you realise that she and Leia have actually been friends since teenage their teenage years and that she's this really cool character like one of the first quotes we get from her in the princess of Alderaan book goes I hope it's dangerous I want to get more comfortable with the nearest and inevitability of death which just such a cool quote she's just so strange and quirky and they missed the chance to have this really quirky character yeah appear like to make us care that she died well it's not just that it's like suddenly like Leia can't be in charge anymore because you know coma and like this character that we've never heard of is suddenly in charge and you're kind of like well no wonder Poe doesn't like it like who is this yeah. so why did she just not tell him the plan it makes no sense I know it makes me so mad those films have got a lot of issues mm-hmm. I'm mostly annoyed that we didn't get more Laura Dern though I mean that's fair fair enough yeah I found but this is going to kind of lead into my next bit. But okay. I found that this new trilogy introduced a lot of characters 
that we lost we met and lost yeah so quickly that you don't really know them like so phasma mm. as in captain phasma of the first order in the shiny shiny armor is one of my favorite characters you kind of and, love to hate her yeah and so i think it was the first star wars book i read was phasma by delilah dawson i think it was you that sent it to me on kindle yeah and yeah, I was going to say. Like you read about her from how she, like she comes from this island of nothing to become like a leader in the first order, and then her ending makes me really angry. Mm. But it's that thing Star Wars does: they create a character, give them really cool armor, and then do nothing with them. Yeah, because we kind of like had a chat after I read the first Star Wars book, which was the Force Awakens, so I'd start with like with the last trilogy book was. I'm kind of working my way backwards. Probably not the right thing to do, but I don't care. And I said to you, because we talked about the fact that like she wasn't really used. And I said, it's really good if you read the book, because actually they're starting to like round out who she is. And like Finn kind of tells you more about her. Mm. So you kind of get a bit more of a backstory about her and she has a bit more of a role in it. And then obviously that book came up and I was like, oh, why don't you read this? I read it in a day. Yeah. Well, an evening, I should say. So it's clearly, not necessarily unusual for me. No, but clearly it was good. It, it was a really good book. I love it. Like, because she, she does come from nothing and she fights against all the odds to get into the First Order. And she's such an unlikable character. Yeah. But at the same time, you you kind of root for her because she's come from nothing. And if she she knows what she wants. Yeah. And my love for Phasma has nothing to do with the fact that she's played by Gwendolyn Christie. Well, I mean, you never see her face, so it clearly can't have that was, to do with that. That was one of the things I loved. Somebody posted a picture of her, um, of Captain Phasma and Brienne of Tarth online, mm-hmm. both obviously played by Gwendolyn Christie. And they were like, what's the deal with this army? You can't even tell that she's a woman. And Star Wars was like the official social media was like, it's armor. It's not meant to be sexy. Yeah, it's meant to be practical. That's what it is. Yeah. The, somebody said the extended cut of Last Jedi has a longer fight between her and Finn, mm-hmm. which would have been quite cool. She just seemed to go out so easily. Like she, she gave in so easily in the first film. That's not in her personality if you read the books. Yeah. So her armour is just so, so shiny. Imagine polishing that. You know she's got someone else to do that for her. Yeah, but you just, you'd get fingerprint marks putting mm-hmm. it on. She probably kills anyone that does that. I, I can't blame her, to be honest. If my armour was that shiny, I would too. Mm. <laughs> Strange, weird plot idea. Like, circling back round to her giving up so easily. And like, kind of like giving in to like what Finn says. But do you kind of wonder if maybe that was done because like Finn's meant to be like they hint at the fact that Finn is like got ability to use a force as well. So maybe it's him using it without actually knowing that he's using it. I didn't until right then. And now I'm convinced that's exactly what happened. Because like Ray just gets it really quickly, but like he could be using it and not really realising it. Yeah. Also, what made Ray think to try that? Because up until that point, she didn't know she isn't that because she had that weird thing i guess yes Kyla, so maybe mind like, meld didn't yeah she? so maybe at that point she realized that she was the same 
Mm. I do find that throughout the trilogy, these Jedi's have less and less training with the lightsaber. That just, they're somehow just magical with it. I know. I kind of like how Finn just isn't. He's like obviously like a trained stormtrooper, but still just like runs into it. Like I'm just going to use it. Like, I'm going to whack you with it. Like no skill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the new trilogy has its issues. I don't think it deserves the amount of hate it gets. I, I just hate how toxic. You know, somebody was like, oh, real fans only like this and fake fans like this. It's like, no, just just like what you like. Yeah. You're not going to love every movie. Like, I, no. it's like Marvel. You're not going to love every single Marvel movie. I don't much like Captain America Civil War. No. But I love Marvel. I like Civil War mainly for the fact that you see everyone kind of like pulled together, but not in a avengers kind of way there's some great jokes in there yeah i'm hoping i might like it a little bit more after black widow because obviously black widow is set right after yeah which hopefully we'll get at some point this year maybe i saw somebody on twitter refers to like the toxic Star Wars fan base as the uh, fandom menace no i like that obviously we've had a couple of standalone movies now so we've had Rogue One and Solo, which I really love both of those. I really like Solo. It introduces some really cool characters like Emphas Ness and Kira. And I, I really hope they're going to either do Solo 2 or expand that universe somehow. Because they were really cool characters and I want to know more about them. Yeah. But again, Emphas Ness has got really cool armor and is a really cool warrior, but not really used. Mm. It really, so, it's really frustrating <laughs> like why bother why bother putting all that effort mm. into any kind of backstory if you're not going to then use them i am excited that we're getting a lando tv series and if that's set kind of around solo which mm. i think it is we might get more of them in that true you have a lot coming I do not till the end of the year. I think it's all Marvel, the beginning of the year, and then Star Wars. At least it's not all like trying to be at the same time. Yeah, because we're getting the book of uh, Boba Fett that's coming out Christmas. Yeah. That should be quite good. Like we were just saying, we're getting all of these Star Wars shows. I know you've not, I don't think you've watched any of them, have you? No, I've just been so busy. I want, I like, I also like to be able to sit down and like binge watch stuff because. Mm. If I like have like a free afternoon, I don't want to watch one thing and then have to wait. I'm like, no, I do not like a cliffhanger. I will sit and I will binge watch the entire series. See, I quite liked getting The Mandalorian weekly Mm-mm. because it kind of built it up a bit. Yeah. Rather than just hitting next episode. Yeah, I just I'm not patient enough. No, I mean that's everyone we consume things differently. I really, really love The Mandalorian, not going to lie. I um, managed to like, avoid the spoilers for that. I mean, I I can't believe that they managed... I want to talk about it, but I can't because I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> it's difficult. But, you know, there's some amazing things and some cool characters have turned up in The Mandalorian. Yeah. And they've managed to keep it a secret, which is astounding, really. Yeah. Somehow I've not even like come across anything like even as like it's been released and mm. it's kind of like it's weird isn't it like some families are terrible at keeping secrets and others are really really good at 
so it's kind of like if you don't ask you don't get told i will say the last episode of season two of the mandalorian i squealed far too loudly like literally <laughs> woke my other half up from two rooms away that's impressive I also did that during the uh, Disney's Investor Day thing when they were like announcing all the new stuff. Yes. When they announced the fact that we were getting an Ahsoka series, because Ahsoka Tano is from the Clone Wars. She's Anakin Padawan. Yeah. And like, so she kind of, her first appearance is in the animated Clone Wars movie and everybody hated her. But yeah. by the time the Clone Wars series had finished, so by the time the Clone Wars TV series had finished, everyone loved her. She's like one of their favorites or like, a fan favorite it's definitely yeah. mine i read her book recently mm. um and that was really good i enjoyed that also she has two lightsabers instantly which, cool so the ahsoka book is by eh johnson and it it's really good it kind of talks about how she managed after order 66 yeah like order 66 we don't like order 66 one of my other favourite characters from Clone Wars is Ventress. So she is a separatist, so a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But she's got two really cool red lightsabers. And in one episode, a male bounty hunter calls her a blade babe, so she kills him. <laughs> so she is Dooku's apprentice. But when Darth Sidious kind of senses how powerful she is, he orders Dooku to kill her and he fails and um so although she's a bad guy she does actually kind of help ahsoka out while she's on the run Mm. so i don't think she's all bad so for christmas i got christy golden's novel dark disciple which uh continues the ventress story but i've not got as far as reading it yet you have to let me know if it's good i really like the mandalorian i think it's a great show um i was really excited when they introduced Cara Dune as, as quite an important character. Since then though Gina Carano, I think I'm pronouncing that right, the actress that plays her has mocked transgendered fans mm. has pushed Trumpist conspiracy theories mm-hmm. pushed the anti-vax movement and just generally been a bit of a douche Yeah Disney have not commented this is kind of where double standards come in because you think James Gunn was fired. I know they had to rehire him, which was awkward, but he was fired for tweets that were years and years old. Whereas she's doing this now, Disney haven't said a thing, even though fans are like clamoring for her to be fired from the show. Yeah. And you kind of wonder if she was a male star, whether that would still be going on. Yeah. But it's really because I really like the character. It's just like I don't necessarily. I don't think we should cancel people for voting for Trump because if we do that, we're no better than yeah, you know, his side canceling people who didn't vote for him. Well, yeah, exactly. But I think when you mock transgendered fans, when you, you know, you're pushing these conspiracy theories, and you've got such. You know, as a celebrity, especially in one of the biggest franchises in history, you've got some care of duty. Yeah. She just seems to take quite a lot of joy in mocking fans. I don't I don't get it. If you don't like the fans of something, you're just in it for the money. 
yeah you're definitely not in it for the correct reasons yeah it just makes me kind of mad though yeah i kind of feel like if you're in something that's like as big as like star wars marvel dc or just a generally a big fandom you kind of should have it in your contract that you don't write anything political on your social media it doesn't matter who you vote for i think you should just kind of step back yeah, but then it's free speech isn't it like I know. then but by that same token we should chris evans mark ruffalo robert downey jr don Cheadle, brie larson shouldn't get to speak out against trump you, you exactly. can't have it both ways no, exactly that's kind of what i'm saying is it would kind of make things easier for kind of everyone if it was written down they should just kind of keep quiet on that kind of stuff yeah their fan base is so big that maybe yes they can do a lot of good but they can also do a lot of bad yeah but it's this thing again though isn't it it's you and i have both turned to star wars or harry potter or pride and prejudice or Discworld when the real word world is too much it's where you go to escape yeah and then you've got a star in in Gina and you've got or you've got an author in JK Rowling attacking this group of people who already feel alienated and you know you're almost taking away a safe place yeah especially in a pandemic when there's physically nowhere to go yeah very much so somebody obviously wasn't taught the whole if you can't say anything nice say nothing at all thing yeah I feel like quite a few people were taught that or weren't taught that yeah Okay, so R2-D2, obviously, him and C-3PO, obviously the best characters in Star Wars. 100%. Favourite comedy duo, closely followed by Han and Chewbacca. Oh, yeah. So what about female droids? You have to go back up, sorry. Yeah, I kind of like, female droids-wise, droids are kind of like, for the most part, you don't know what they are. So, like, you don't have me to pick from? No. I mean, I've got a couple of examples. So in Solo, we have L337, voiced by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And she's really cool. She's all about droid rights. Mm-hmm. And she's really sassy. So when she's fatally wounded, which I know for a droid doesn't sound a big deal, but it kind of is, mm-hmm. she becomes the navigation system for the Millennium Falcon. So... Then in the originals, when C-3PO says to, I think it's 3PO, says to Han, your navigation system has a peculiar dialect. You're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Also, she's totally in love with Lando, and he's a little bit in love with her. It's a bit weird, but it works. Fair. But there's also, and the, oh, this always, this is Star Wars at its best. So R2-K2 is a pink and white droid who appears in The Force Awakens and Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. She was built by an R2-D2 builders club for a young girl named Katie Johnson who had terminal brain cancer. And she wanted a droid to watch over her the way R2 watched over Padme. Yeah. So they built this droid in her favourite colour, which was pink, and it stayed with her in her last days. That's really cute. And I just think that Star Wars at its best. Yeah, 100%. It's that thing where you can just do so much good. I love yeah. that. That's so cute. Also, it's I like want a... my own R2. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want my own droid. <laughs> it's not just droids, it's the creatures that make Star Wars as well. Like yes. uh, Kinesa, the daughter 
or Chief Chirper, the chief of Bright Tree Village Tribe, the Ewok from Return of the Jedi. You know, I love my murder bears. We love the Ewoks. We love the Ewoks. So she's technically a princess. That not that that stops her wrecking some stormtroopers in in Jedi. I just love that they're so cute and cuddly, and then they just start like, just <laughs> killing people. Like, okay, yeah. they will wreck you. <laughs> Don't fuck with them. I do love the Ewoks, though. They're just brilliant. And when they think that C-3PO is a god. So when he says, is it like, it's in, against my protocols to pretend that I'm a deity, and you're mm. like, uh-oh, what did Anakin do? Yeah. Like, why did that need to be written in there? Oh, the droids. Yeah. I'm not going to get on a rant about how R2 was not used. In the last trilogy. Not getting right about that. <laughs> I know we've kind of talked about books and things throughout. And um, obviously you can get Star Wars comics. Mm-hmm. And I've mentioned this before. Uh, Dr. Afra. Yeah. It's one of my favourites. So she's like a rogue archaeologist. Always. So she finds uh, hard to find artefacts, which are mostly weapons, for Vader. And they've got quite a cool dynamic but then they kind of fall out so she has to fake her death I don't want to get into it so I don't want to spoil it for anyone but I really recommend it mm-hmm. but her droids are just murderous and it makes me so happy <laughs> like they straight up killed somebody who was harassing her for money I mean it's what friends are for it really is <laughs> I, I really oh I'd love to see a live action Dr Afra. I saw somebody on Twitter or Instagram had posted about a live action version of it and they said, now I've not watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I'm not 100% sure I'm getting her name right. Sky? Oh, yeah, the person that plays, yeah, yeah. Would be a perfect fit for it. Yeah, probably, to be fair. She's pretty cool. I recommend that as a comic book. <laughs> it is on my list when I eventually get around to it. My list is just never ending at the minute with TV shows, books, comics. Movies. Movies. Hopefully we'll get some movies this year. Yeah. I've kind of missed going to the cinema. Mm, uh, the last, actually, the last film I saw was Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. The last film which we went to go see was Star Wars. Mm, what a disappointing ending for the cinema. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we thought it would get better. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, talking about the cinema, obviously um, Disney recently announced that Patty Jenkins of Wonder Woman yeah. fame is going to be doing a Star Wars film which I'm really excited for and the Mandalorian's had some female directors like uh, mm-hmm. Bryce Dallas Howard Ron Howard's daughter obviously and that's been kind of cool and of course Kathleen Kennedy is like executive producer of Star Wars I know she's kind of the Kevin Fe- Feige of Star Wars yeah I can't think so many fanboys seem to hate oh, you know there's always one also I never understand, like, you look at Star Wars stuff on YouTube, and it's always like, Brie Larson fired from Star Wars, it's like, she's not in a Star Wars film, she's in Marvel, <laughs> chill out. I love it, people are like, huh? Yeah, so I think she's been fired from Star Wars more than <laughs> anyone's ever been. More than we've Star talked Wars? about Star Wars, yeah. So we see Star Wars have just launched the High Republic, which is going to be films and books, well, it's books, I think it's going to be films and things, and a show as well. Yeah. 
And this so is kind good. of, it does, because this is like pre the era of Star Wars we know. So it's going to be like when the Jedi were the height of their powers. Yeah, which is kind of nice because then it's not kind of touching anything. It's its own little thing. Yeah. And because I didn't know how I felt about the idea. And then obviously I've seen everything. And I'm like, oh, okay, you, they're kind of like steering clear. So that's fine. Like that sounds yeah. really interesting. Let's get some more backstory. Yeah, definitely. I'm always happy to... I'm always happy for more Star Wars. Yeah. I'm just not happy when they start messing with what they've already done. Mm. If that makes sense. Like, very much, if you messed it up, just deal with it. <laughs> yeah. There isn't a redo button on it. No, and I think you're never going to make everybody happy. No. At all. Mm-mm. And I, I just there's no need to be toxic about it. If you only like Return of the Jedi because you like the Ewoks, that's fine. If you only like The Force Awakens, that's fine too. It, if you only like one of the prequels or you only like the Mandalorian TV show and nothing else from Stars, it's fine. You're still a Star Wars fan. It shouldn't matter. No, but it does to someone. Thank you for joining us in a galaxy far, far away. We know we haven't covered every woman in the Star Wars universe. And that's fine because you just know we're coming back to Star Wars. Repeatedly. It's all we talk about. Mm -hmm. Star Wars and Marvel and State of the World. Yeah, it kind of gets thrown in there. Lots of tea. This month, as well as this podcast, we have a bonus podcast on the Nazis and the occult, which is kicking off a three-month miniseries looking at the Nazi party. We also have our after dark podcasts which are two podcasts where we take a deep dive into cannibalism and i know what you're thinking emily's dark mind is at it again but full disclosure it was my suggestion and i hate it and myself i'm just impressed that i've had that much influence that i've kind of like subliminally gone you want to talk about cannibals We also have our Women in Sport blog posts, which kicked off with Emily's post on... I'm going to butcher the name and I'm really sorry. It's Maria Teresa de Philippus. And we have my post on Billie Jean King still to come. We also have an exclusive podcast just for our patrons, which looks at deadly makeup and fashion. So that's January. Mm -hmm. What do we have coming up in February? So February... Our blog posts are going to look at Black Widows. No, not the comic book character, actual female, you know, killers. Because why not? It's the month of love. Exactly. After Dark is currently being decided by you guys on social media. So we'll have to wait and see what that one's going to bring. Um, Women of Holloway is winning. So if you want to change that, you better start voting. That's very true. Uh, Our bonus um, After Dark will be on another part of our mini-series on the Nazis and this time looking into Nazis and religion and for our exclusive patron podcast we're going to be looking at the wives of Henry VIII. We also have a new podcast coming next month called the Comic Powwow and that is going to be a bi-monthly deep dive into our favourite comic book characters, writers, artists and we are kicking off with Harley Quinn because we both get very annoyed when people say that her relationship with the Joker is healthy. It's yeah. not. Mm-mm. Spoiler. As we said, that's going to be bi-monthly. So 
that will replace the tangent next month. Yeah. Make sure you are following us and you keep an eye on our social media because we are doing our first ever giveaway to coincide with our new podcast next month. It's quite exciting. So the only way that we can put out so much content is with your support and you can support us by liking or sharing our posts and our podcasts on social media. And if you're able to become a patron, our levels start at just a pound a month. And for 2021, we're trying something new um, called Buy Me A Coffee, where you can basically leave us a tip if you particularly enjoy a podcast episode or a blog post. As always, we like to end our tangents with a quote. And this time I got to pick. So I picked a quote by Ahsoka Tano that is fitting as we are in a new year. And it is, this is a new day, a new beginning. So for 2021, make sure you're kind to yourselves and each other.